Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 253, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, we are halfway through week number 51 and just five more days to go in the book of Acts. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the friendly curious cow. So Marvin, how are you mooing today? Oh I'm mooing good Dave, yeah it's a good day to be a cow. But you know what they say Dave? I think I do Marvin, every day is a good day to be a cow. Oh, it sure is, Dave. But it's Wednesday, and that means it's an especially good day to be this little cow. Jingle, please. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Oh, Hi, you guys. Hi, Benjamin. How are you doing today, Benjamin? Oh, I'm good, Dave. You know, I've been learning to play the harmonica. Oh, you have? Oh, what brought that on? Oh, well, I was listening to my favorite blues musician, Dave. He's called Howlin' Wolf. And, you know, he played guitar and harmonica, and I thought I could maybe play harmonica in our band. I see. Well, well, how's it going? Oh, pretty good, Dave. You want to hear? Well, I guess. Yeah, go for it. Okay, yeah, I'll play the interesting fact jingle. Here we go. <gasps> Oh, wow, that was pretty good, Benjamin. Yeah, I'm impressed. Oh, thanks, Dave. Oh, but hey, you, you want to hear a joke? Well, why not, Benjamin? Go for it. Okay, get ready to laugh. Here we go. Why did Paul not go to the dentist in Jerusalem? Oh, I don't know, Benjamin. Why didn't Paul go to the dentist in Jerusalem? He wanted to be sure it would be a dentist that would be gentile with his teeth. <laughs> Ooh, 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 gentle. Yeah, like gentle, Dave. Yeah, I got it. Thanks, Marvin. And, yep, thanks, Benjamin. Just one more joke to go next Wednesday. Yeah, I know, Dave, but don't worry. It'll be an extra specially great joke. Oh, we're sure looking forward to it, Benjamin. Yeah, I'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye, Benjamin. Okay, Marvin, well, we had better get to our reading. Now, yesterday we heard all about the riot in Jerusalem and the mob that grabbed Paul and they dragged him out of the temple. Oh, yeah, yeah, they almost killed him, huh? Yeah, and they probably would have, except the Roman soldiers came and brought him into their fort. But as that was happening, Paul asked the Roman commander if he could speak to the crowd. And the commander said yes, so today we'll hear what Paul said to the people. Oh, okay, great. So who's reading today, Dave? Today we're back to our friend Valerie. Oh, hi, Valerie. Hello. Today we're reading Acts 22, verses 1 to 30. Brothers and fathers, Paul began, listen to me now. I want to give you reasons for my actions. When they heard that he was speaking to them in Aramaic, they became very quiet. Then Paul said, I am a Jew. I was born in Tarsus in Cilicia, but I grew up here in Jerusalem. I studied with Gamaliel. I was well trained by him in the law given to our people long ago. I wanted to serve God as much as any of you do today. I hurt the followers of the way of Jesus. I sent many of them to their death. I arrested men and women. I threw them into prison. The high priest and the whole council can be witnesses of this themselves. I even had some official letters they had written to their friends in Damascus. 
So I went there to bring these people as prisoners to Jerusalem to be punished. I'd almost reached Damascus. About noon, a bright light from heaven suddenly flashed around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice speak to me. Saul, Saul, it said, why are you opposing me? Who are you, Lord? I asked. I am Jesus of Nazareth, he replied. I am the one you are opposing. The light was seen by my companions, but they didn't understand the voice of the one speaking to me. What should I do, Lord? I asked. Get up, the Lord said. Go into Damascus. There you will be told everything you have been given to do. The brightness of the light had blinded me, so my companions led me by the hand into Damascus. A man named Ananias came to see me. He was a godly Jew who obeyed the law. All the Jews living there respected him very much. He stood beside me and said, Brother Saul, receive your sight. But at that very moment I was able to see him. Then he said, The God of our people has chosen you. He wanted to tell you his plans for you. You've seen the blameless one. You've heard words from his mouth. Now you will tell everyone what you have seen and heard. So what are you waiting for? Get up and call on his name. Be baptised. Have your sins washed away. I returned to Jerusalem and was praying at the temple. Then it seemed to me that I was dreaming. I saw the Lord speaking to me. Quick, he said, leave Jerusalem at once. The people here will not accept what you tell them about me. Lord, I replied, these people know what I used to do. I went from one synagogue to another and put believers in prison. I also beat them. Stephen was a man who told other people about you. I stood there when he was killed. I had agreed he should die. I even guarded the coats of those who were killing him. Then the Lord said to me, Go, I will send you far away to people who are not Jews. The crowd listened to Paul until he said this. Then he shouted, Kill him! He isn't fit to live! They shouted and threw off their coats. They threw dust into the air. So the commanding officer ordered that Paul be taken into the fort. He gave orders for Paul to be whipped and questioned. He wanted to find out why the people were shouting at him like this. A commander was standing there as they stretched Paul out to be whipped. Paul said to him, Does the law allow you to whip a Roman citizen who hasn't even been found guilty? When the commander heard this, he went to the commanding officer and reported it. What are you going to do? the commander asked. This man is a Roman citizen. So the commanding officer went to Paul. Tell me, he asked, are you a Roman citizen? Yes, I am, Paul answered. Then the officer said, I had to pay a lot of money to become a citizen. But I was born a citizen, Paul replied. Right away those who were about to question him left. Even the officer was alarmed. He realised that he had put Paul, a Roman citizen, in chains. The commanding officer wanted to find out exactly what the Jews had against Paul. So the next day he let Paul out of prison. He ordered a meeting of the chief priests and all the members of the Sanhedrin. Then he brought Paul and had him stand in front of them. Thanks, Valerie. Okay, Dave. So yeah, they listened to him for a while, but yeah, then they got angry all over again. Yeah, they were happy to listen to Paul talk about Jesus and that stuff, but as soon as Paul started talking about God sending him to the Gentiles, well, the trouble flared up. 
See, for thousands of years, the Israelites had been set apart as God's chosen people, and these men were just outraged at the idea that God might offer salvation to Jews and Gentiles alike in just the same way. Well, yeah, Dave, but why? Well, you see, God had given the Jews an amazing gift, choosing them to be his people, and that's who they were. That's what had made them different from every other nation on earth. And they just couldn't bear the thought of giving that up. They couldn't stand to think that that might be taken away from them. Oh, yeah, Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it does. We can understand it. But the thing is, that thing that they were desperate to hold on to, it wasn't something that they had earned from God. It wasn't something that they deserved. God had given it. He had made them his people by grace alone. And so it is, of course, up to the gift giver who he gives the gift to. And if he decides to offer that gift to others as well as the Jews, well, they don't get to complain about it. They don't have a say in it. It's up to God, not up to them. Oh, yeah, but they're just not going to listen to that, huh, Dave? Nope, Paul has done his part. He told them the truth, but they shot him down and again they want to kill him. And so the Roman commander brings him inside and is about to have Paul whipped, just for stirring up all that trouble, except that Paul tells him that he's a Roman citizen and that means that he had rights. It meant the Roman commander couldn't just have him whipped for no good reason. And so to get to the bottom of all this, he calls a meeting with the Jewish leaders. And so we'll hear about that meeting tomorrow. Okay, gotcha. So, boys and girls, this crowd had been yelling at Paul, beating him. They'd been trying to kill him, and Paul could have got angry at them. He could have yelled back. He could have called them names. But Paul doesn't do that. In fact, he calls them brothers and fathers. Now, maybe it's because he knows that before Jesus met him on the road to Damascus, well, he would have been part of that same crowd. But either way, he responds to all their hate with truth and with love. He still wants them to know the truth about Jesus. He wants them to be saved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way, but gosh, yeah, if someone had been beating me, I think I'd have a hard time telling them about Jesus. I think I'd mostly just want to hoof them right back. Yeah, me too, Marvin. But when Paul looked at that crowd, he didn't see a bunch of people who hated him. He saw a bunch of people who needed Jesus. Now, boys and girls, I hope you never have a crowd of people beating you. But we're all surrounded by people at school, on our sports teams, at our swim lessons, people we like and people that maybe sometimes we don't like so much. But all of them, every single one of them, they're all people who need Jesus. So the question is, is that what you see when you look at them or think about them? Today, who are the people you spend time with who need Jesus? Now, like Paul, you might get the chance to tell them about Jesus, but even if you don't, you can pray for them. You can pray that God will reveal himself to them and that they will be saved. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can think of lots of people, Dave. Yeah, me too, Marvin. So we need to pray for them and keep praying for them. But that's it for today. So we'll say goodbye and we'll be back tomorrow for some interesting facts, I guess, huh? Oh yeah, we sure will, Dave. Yeah, tomorrow's is a doozy. Or as we cows say, a moozy. So yeah, see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles Dave Josh.